clear as a baby's bottom. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. Sometimes they're not so clear. I don't know. I don't know the last time you've been around a baby's bottom. Not like that. A little inside tip. That's right. Little little. That's a parenting tip for free, right there. So oh, that's a nice of you. Warming up the paws. Warming up. Warming up. Warming up. Warming up. Ready? Uh huh. One, two, three. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 102 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandan. With me, as always, the ketchup to my mustard. Most awesome. Ooh, that's right. Right, I'm the ketchup to your mustard. I like it. I, You're the ketchup, ketchup my yeah, yeah. First... Well, because ketchup, ketchup's got the top spot. Ketchup a real a real glory hound. Always yeah. gets the attention. Ketchup Must... is the number one condiment, for sure. Yeah, mustard just silently putting in the work, just getting it mustard's done. Mustard's good. Don't say it so oh, short. Oh, it's great, yeah. A, a spicy brown well, mustard. Well, mustard's got a that, little kick That's to what I was going to say. It's got that zing, like your boy Brandan, yeah. a little bit of a kick to it. No one's going to cut a little right. bit of wild card. <laughs> Uh, guys, uh, yeah, we got a jam-packed show for this hour of power. We're doing a rip from the headlines. We're doing 2020, way too early NFL season peak. Going to hit the inbox. Got four in there. Why? Because we're going to do four because we're running our, uh, running this podcast on a Tuesday. We've got two days to prep, so we're going to take that free content right out of that inbox and just <laughs> go through some. Do last call, movie call, MA. Did a little bit of homework. Going to get his quick take on marriage story. Uh, Neapolitan yeah. showdown. We're talking top three best sauces. And we can do the Brandana Gambling Corner. Let's take a, take a look at those Super Bowl odds for next year. It's only That's a year right. away. Let's early finish. wood. Yeah. Finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. Starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. come on. NFL way too early 2020 look ahead. Why are we doing that this week, brother? Uh, because, you know, the, the season's finished up and we just we want to squeeze that last little bit of NFL pod before we get knee deep into some college hoops and college basketball or uh, NBA basketball. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not like it's not like June yet, is it? July? Ooh, we're getting no, to no. We're into treble. Yeah. Treble we're baseball <laughs> season. We're going to baseball season. Oh, yeah. Start filling up that inbox now. Uh, OK, we're going to break some things down right now. I want to talk a little bit about the quarterback shuffle, but real fast, let's keep it simple on a macro. Tell me, uh, let's talk about who's taking steps forward, who's taking steps back out of the gate. Let's keep it on a positive tip. Who you got taking a okay. step forward next year? Uh, I, I kind of looked at the there being four teams, in my opinion, that I think are going to hold serve or take a step forward that were already kind of the, the top end of the t- of the season or the the spectrum there. Yeah, Kansas City, the Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. I think they both hold serve. I don't see too much of a Super Bowl hangover for either one of those squads. And I like Baltimore and the Green Bay Packers. I like what they're doing, bro. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, so uh oh. Let me do the pack. Okay, so Chiefs, I agree. Baltimore Ravens, absolutely. 49ers, a little suspect to me. There's a, a couple suspect things. To you. Yeah, and I think we'll get into this maybe in a little bit of the inbox or quarterback shuffle. Fuck it, let's get into it now. It's a Tuesday pod. Tuesday formal. Thursday formal, formal. pod on Tuesday. Buttoned up. Let me loosen. Um, let me, let me loosen that tie up. Straight up. Get a little my Thursday bow tie. Uh, does Jimmy Garoppolo have a better season record wise than he had this year? No, not record-wise, because they had. I think when we talked about it in our in our preseason preview, they had like the very middle of the road schedule. So it was, yeah, is it was I very think it was like it road. was like I, eight eight and a half, right? Eight and a half is yeah. what the somewhere around that. Yeah, and so I, I mean, they went what fourteen and two, or no thirteen and three, where they go this season. Anyways, I I I don't. I, I think see it was fourteen them. and two. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I, I, I don't see them 
having a 14 team or 14 win season but i also don't know what the rams are doing and i think there's a talent void in seattle i talked about it last year i think it's coming so i think that they can hold serve get in the playoffs i think they're a playoff con- uh, contending team next year heading into it there's a lot of youthful guys in there most of their playmakers are young and still deals they don't have a lot of free agents that they have to lock up for this next offseason they have a few but not any more than any other team um and they've got i think they only have five draft picks five or six draft picks heading into the offseason so i don't think they really need to make a ton of moves hopefully the only thing that is going to affect them is a potentially potentially big injury yeah, I get that. It's just like now I'm, I'm kind of now I'm wondering about Garoppolo. Like I know I can't forget that New Orleans Saints game when he was kicking ass. Yeah. It's just yeah. if they figure this out a little bit, where if you can contain the run, granted, easier said than done. And like sure. we said, San Francisco has a lot of impressive motion, so they're going to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. But now, oh man, the more we just watch Super Bowls, it's just like if the quarterback doesn't have that arm, like can you win the game? Like when the Super Bowl ends, like. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things we expect him to be approved. Like, you know, he's been in the league for a while. We've known about Jimmy G, but this is his, like, third year as a starter. The first year he was lost, or second year he was lost as a, uh, with an injury, tore up his, his knee in that, that first year in uh, San Francisco. Filled in for, for um, Brady when Brady had that four-game deflategate yeah. suspension. And so, I mean, he, it's one of those things where it's like, I think developmentally wise, he still has some room. He still has some ceiling. I don't think this is a top end Jimmy G. So I think, you know, being a year removed from that uh, ACL tear will be impactful in his, his gameplay. I mean, he was really rusty in the preseason and it showed. And I think having a full off season train, build up rapport, not having just basically rookie, rookie wide receivers and undrafted wide receivers now having some chemistry with those guys and obviously George Kittle, I, I you know I don't see it I I, I don't see it cratering like a, a Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, you're totally right. Also, and I think it's a, you're we're mainly kind of focusing on like whatever we can get into the nuance of how to win yeah. championships, and that's tough. But we're just teams that are at least going to hold serve. And yeah, I got to agree with you on that. Unless for some reason Seattle's over to overachieve again next year, which I don't think they will. We both agree that they kind of played above their head this year, and then I don't know what the fuck's up in St. Louis or in uh, with the LA Rams. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they should move back. back to St. Louis. I'm not sure. They, Maybe yeah, yeah. they can get some more tax breaks <laughs> hey, on man, that. They, you know what? They could use a place to hide. I'm going to be honest. You know what I was thinking when I was looking over this stuff? I was like, yeah. uh-oh, we got another we got another city change. The Las Vegas Raiders. Start mm. saying it now, Brandana. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, not my strength. Not my strong it's, suit. Get, it's going to catch us both. I could feel it. Man, you I put, felt awkward writing it. I know. You put four IPAs in this bloodstream. I don't remember shit. Is that most awesome over there? That's about all I can lock down is your name. Right, exactly. I feel like with that. Uh, real fast, I, I do want to know, do you think um, Saints hold serve or slight step back? See, I think they're going to slide a step back. I think I think they are on the tail end of that window closing. Yeah. Especially with Drew. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Drew Brees and, and this contract situation. All eyes are going to be on Tom Brady. But Drew Brees is a real big one to monitor because, you know, they have Teddy Bridgewater. I think they voided out his last year. They have your boy Taysom Hill. I know you love you some some mission Mormon mission Taysom Hill. Um, So it's like, what are they going to do? I'm not really sure. They don't have a lot of draft picks. They've they've traded away a lot of their stuff to kind of ramp up with talent for this this title run. And now we're we're in the back half of it. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I definitely could see a slide. I mean, Drew Brees was not uh, Hall of Fame. Drew Brees, like, just get out of his way and let him just take control of the game this season. At at any real point, I didn't really see a lot of it. It was very much game management. Yeah, and the Packers kind of interesting too. I want to root for their step back, but yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, I mean, instinctually though, it's just Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I still think he has like one more solid run in it, and I don't even count this year as like a solid run. I feel like they just kind of stumbled, and you look up, and you're just like, oh right. shit! Like this team is, I mean, whatever, like uh, eleven and five, or whatever they finished. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, and they, that's the thing is, is they, the, the this draft is chock full of wide receivers, pass catching threats, and they loaded up on the defense last year. The defense was improved. The offense at times felt like unstoppable and then other times felt like oh they don't know where anyone's going or what anyone's doing 
another year, another like fresh group of receivers coming in for Aaron Rodgers, and I see them trending a little bit toward uh, you know a, a better season than last year. Yeah, my lower tier teams that I see taking a step forward. Uh, I like the Broncos a lot right now. I think they finished strong. Uh, Drew Lock kind of gave all the just early signs that he's moving in the mm-hmm. right direction. Um, and then the Falcons. It's just hard to get away from the fucking Atlanta Falcons with all that talent. You have to think it like, I don't know if the Patriots just destroyed them forever, but you have to think they can kind of yeah. get that shit together and do something. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all over the place, and I it's hard to it's hard. To, it's one of those teams like I looked at them and I looked at uh, oh shit, what was the other team? Uh, basically, I looked at the the Falcons as like, what what is this team right now? Like, what direction are they going? What's their story? Kind of a little bit with the Colts, a little bit. Although I feel yeah. like the Colts have a little more talent. They finished seven and nine. They have a lot of young talent. They have a shit ton of um, which we call it cap space heading into the off season, like sixty million or something like that. But they have some big, you know, guys that they need to resign as well too. So. It's one of those things is like it's hard to tell what what direction they're going to be going. Uh, one team that I did like that was up and coming has seven picks in the NFL draft, seventy nine million dollars of cap space, and might help segue us into where the quarterback shakeup is going to go. I'm talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, if you Tampa can go Bay seven Bucks. and nine with your quarterback throwing thirty thirty ints, yeah. you've got to imagine that if you just cut down on half of those. You win two more or three more games. You have a cup down on half of those. I mean, just let's look at the just year to year INT rate of like Winston. I don't feel like we're heading the direction of cutting those down. Like no, he's no, maintaining. No, we're not. Obviously, it's not going to be that high, but there's just to win in the NFL. Oh, what a bull's I'm saying like to win and make a playoff run, you have to have a quarterback that can take care of the football, and that's never going to be Jameis Winston. Right. And. The question then bears to you is, then do you sign, do you go after and re-sign Jameis Winston, or do you go after Teddy Bridgewater. Prescott? Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. You like Teddy Bridgewater? You're, you're going after Teddy Bridgewater? I, I, think, I think Teddy Bridgewater is slowly, if we talk about the quarterback shake him ups and we'll still get to the uh, teams taking a step back. Well, fuck it. We'll just piss on real fast. Uh, Eagles, I think, taking a step back. Seahawks, and we'll talk about that. Let's do the quarterback yeah. shake him up because that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Teddy Bridgewater is the go-to. I mean, if we have Tom Brady leave the Patriots, is uh, and if we have, I, I mean, nothing's leaning to Drew Brees retiring, but also um, we have, we definitely established that we have um, the L.A. Chargers, who's out. Philip um, Rivers, yeah. yeah Philip Philip Rivers out, and is do we know one hundred percent that Ben Roethlisberger is coming back? He well, he hasn't made any mention. He he does have two years left on his deal. Because yeah. I was looking at that for Pittsburgh, I was like, I started listing teams that I'm like, need a quarterback or could upgrade the quarterback position. Yep. He has two years, two big years left of his deal, so I don't see them moving or trying to sign anybody big, unless he retires. Yeah. But I, I guess going back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a second yes. here, if you're Bruce Arians and you're that franchise and you have seventy seventy nine million dollars in cap space, I like this point you're making too. And his voice, I just want to put this real fast, brother. He's voice like he's poked fun if not like kind of dismissed yeah. how shitty Jameis Winston is in the media right and so maybe it's not his favorite player why wouldn't they go and go hey Dak Prescott you're 27 years old you wanted 40 million dollars we could sign you for 40 million dollars right now we could give you your money five year you know 200 million dollar contract and really pu- and really push it to the, the, the Cowboys to either match it or get a guy who's the who's the best quarterback available in free agency right now. And there's not like you're drafting what 13th or so. Well, I forget what pick they have. Maybe a little higher than that. Maybe like 15th or 16th in this year's draft. So they're not going to get any of the top quarterbacks coming out of the this year's draft. And nor do they want to waste whatever talent they have offensively. And especially when the NFC West is looking a little shaky with we're not knowing what happens with the Falcons, the Panthers on the slide. And, uh, and then you're talking about the saints too. Like, Hey, you know, a Tennessee Titan esque run and I could be in the playoffs and make it a big run at it. Why not throw our chips behind somebody who 
has the ability to make plays, but also is way more conservative with the football. It's not going to throw us any INTs. It's a little bit more mobile, has better decision-making, and has just been a better performer all the way around. Yeah, I get it. I just don't think – I think Jerry Jones' pride doesn't let him do that. I think Dallas, much like Tampa Bay, are in a win-now situation. So sure. I, I think – I think the winner of this is Dak Prescott by far. I mean, I like this scenario yeah. where Tampa Bay makes Dallas push their chips all in. And then what we yeah. see there, so so let's just play for a while that Tampa Bay does move on from Jameis, and let's say they get a Teddy Bridgewater um, to kind of win. Now, where does, like, Jameis, I guess if New England holds on to Tom Brady for one more year, then I put Jameis probably in LA Chargers territory. Yeah, I mean the Chargers would be kind of the ones holding the bag. Although I could see, um, I could I could see the Chargers just they have the sixth overall pick. I could see them making a run at a quarter. Justin Herbert from Oregon, uh, Tua might be floating around at that number as well too. So I could just see them being like, all right, we're just going to go back in a rebuild mode. Um, you've got Carolina. Now here's an interesting oh, one yeah. too. Matt Matt Rule. Coming from Baylor, they have the seventh overall pick, which if they're gonna if they really love, you know, any of those top three quarterbacks, they're probably gonna have to move up. There's enough there's enough teams, Miami, the Chargers, and uh who is it? Uh, I guess they're seven. So I mean they would have to maybe make a move or hope something shakes out their way for them to pick up one of those top three quarterbacks. Or they could make a run, a short-term deal run at Jameis Winston, and Matt Rule being the offensive guru at Baylor and turning around programs might be a good, you know, landing spot if uh, Tampa Bay decides to move on. And if Tampa Bay sits there and makes a big play for Dak and they don't get it, I mean, I don't know if anyone's, I don't know what the market is for Jameis, you know, day one of free agency. I don't know who's banging on that door real quick to try and sign him up. I think it, he he might be a lot of people's backup plans i think ryan Tannehill might be getting more looks than Jameis in this offseason his phone might be ringing sooner rather uh than later on, on many of these quarterbacks right well don't Tannehill. you think ryan Tannehill? don't you think they lock him up in tennessee and they just move him from mariota i'm well so here's, here's my thing deal. before we move on from Jameis winston i want to talk about Tannehill. i yeah. want your take on that i want your take on kind of the the Tannehill, um just like nick Foles, Minshew, like that kind of shake him up that's going to happen there um Real fast, uh, to close the book on Winston, which uh, Winston and Tampa Bay. Okay, here's what's interesting about Winston. I think Winston immediately gets eyeballs. I think he's exciting to watch as much of a fucking yeah. like burning train wreck. Not just a train wreck, a train wreck that has been previously set on fire and is heading for a train wreck is to watch. He's, he's ready to watch, which could be a temptation for maybe a team that already knows they're in transition like a Carolina to be like, worst case scenario, like this will fans will be tuning in. And get off our yeah, ass for a second. We'll give him two years, forty million dollars, and we'll just we have a competent quarterback in Carolina. You know what I mean? Like don't I, just, lock I don't, I don't know how, how much how much leadway do these new coaches have also? Do they have a year to throw away on just kind of like taking a flyer on a quarterback just to tie them over until their development of their quarterback on the bench comes up? I mean, if if that's the you know, if if Rule can sit there and say like, hey, at seven, we got Justin Herbert or Jordan Love from Utah State, who I talked about in our college football preview. Um, if they make a big move or they maybe they trade back and they get him and like, this is our guy. We're going to sit him for a year and a half. Uh, Jameis, we're going to have to sell tickets, sell season tickets. And Jameis is going to be our guy. Like you said, he draws eyeballs. Up. A lot of people are aware of him. And our offense is going to be exciting while we try and uh, win a few games, but ultimately develop. Jordan Love or Justin Herbert or Tua Tuilago, uh, you know, as our as our next generation guy, kind of kind of pulling the Pat Mahomes thing. Let's sit him in front of a veteran. Although I don't know if you want learning habits from Jameis Winston. <laughs> Shows up, starts throwing ints. It's just like we made a huge right. fucking mistake. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so what are you thinking about? You don't think Tannehill stays in Tennessee? Absolutely. Well, Tennessee is is struggling and I don't have their cap numbers in front of me, but they have yeah. to pay, they have to pay Derek Henry as well as, I mean, they have $50 million in cap space. The Titans do, but they have to pay Derek Henry and they also have to pay, uh, Tannehill. Mm-hmm. So I think Tannehill's, his market is going to go up. Um, and it's also too, it's like, do we want to invest 
you know, Tannehill's 32 years old, which sounds insane to say. I felt like he just got, he was just playing in Miami. It was just on his rookie season. He's 32 years old. And do we want to invest five, four or five years in Tannehill at a big ticket price? Because someone might pay him $25 million for, for the, just because the, the values of quarterbacks are way inflated. Plus I've got to invest, you know, probably four for 13 to $15 million uh, a season in Derrick Henry as well, too, if I want to keep both of those guys. Yeah. Now, they could do that, or they could sit there and they could sit there and go, you know, we want, you know, they, they could make the play for Tom Brady. If I'm going to take a short-term deal, I might as well take somebody who has gotten people over the hump, and now we don't have to worry about Tom leading the way we have weapons for him and the whole Patriots connection there. Um or you have, you know, I don't see Drew Brees going there. Philip Rivers I, might be a lateral move, maybe a, a regression. But it's hard to tell. I mean, Tannehill's success was in such a vacuum. It almost is, like you said, Nick Foles earlier. It's like, is it that the Philadelphia success that he had? They were like, ooh, let's remember just the seven or eight games in the playoff games that Tannehill played, and let's ignore the kind of meandering that was in Miami. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real fast, just to close this out. Move on. Um, what happens in beautiful city of Cleveland, brother? What's going on with these Browns. Oh, wow. Your boy, your boy, the Vikings OC taking the helm. He was their yeah. second. He he was second in the job last in the job hunt last year. Now they're like, oh well, we'll just go with their second choice. Fucking great. It doesn't sound good. I'll tell you that right now. That me just explaining that does not sound good. Yeah, I mean, in their in their defense, like Freddie Kitchens was pretty god awful, and they went they chose him instead of what is it, uh, Stavnoski? What's the guy's name for your 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 offense coordinator from the Vikes? Uh, drink everybody. Oh shit! I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, do, do you want me to give you next year's Chicago Bears? Oh yeah, I, I did have that on my list. Give me the Bears real fast. Oh, did you lock up on me? No, no, I'm here. Oh, no. Don't make me edit this pod. Dana. Don't make me edit this fucking pod. Brandana, you there? Fuck, dude. I'm the only one here. Fuck. There you go. That was weird. Oh, there we go. There we go. Little little intranip. You want to clap this off real quick? Yeah, let's clap it off. And what, 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 where were we at again? Uh, you were like, you're going to tell me about the Bears. Oh, yes, my Chicago Bears. Yep. Okay, ready? Yep. One, two, three. All right, real fast, brother. Hit me with the Bears. You didn't okay, want to talk Bears. Next year, Chicago Bears. Yes. The double doink ruined them, regression all the way around. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. 
lot of people will be talking buzz about the Houston Texans. And let me just make sure that I'm clear in the fact that I love Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I loved him in college. I think he's a phenomenal player. I think he's great. I don't think Bill O'Brien is great, and I don't think Bill O'Brien now with $55 million in cap space and all the trades that went on, now him being the basically de facto GM there in Houston is going to be a recipe for success. They only have two picks in the top 100 picks of the NFL draft coming up. The the defense is on a downward trajectory, and it's all going to be on Watson just to go out there and ball out every 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 week. And we expect them to like make this big leap because they were up on the Chiefs 24 to nothing and they gave it all away. I don't see it. I, I'm I'm not a big believer in the Texans, and I think they're the playoff team that had high expectations that's not going to make the playoffs next year. Ooh, hot take. Okay, well, give me the reverse on that, though. I like the comparison to the Bears. What do you think about the Bears? Ooh. Yeah, I think they're going to just be a, a muddling. Like, they've invested on this defense. They don't really have a lot of offensive weapons, and, and I think they're – I think Nagy, Matt Nagy got real tight with the regression, regression of Trubisky, and I think they've lost their way a little bit. So I'd be real interested to see if they can go back into almost like Josh Allen in Buffalo. Like, yeah. let's not give him a ton of reads to make. Let's maximize his, his mobility and give him early successes early on. They, they have to be smart and find some – wide receivers that can get open that can create some space so he doesn't have to fit the ball Mitchell Trubisky in tight windows all right we'll take a little bit look at that when we get into Brandon and gambling corner we'll talk about some of the odds for a Super Bowl winner next year right now let's hop into the inbox yes, um you might see consistent vibe uh most of these have the uh, sent at 2 a.m after celebrating Chiefs Super Bowl win vibe to them we're gonna <laughs> dig in regardless it'll be uh fun a lot of hot taco talk um all right First question, if I gave you one penny to eat a taco via taco, and every taco after that I paid you ten times the value of the last taco, how many would you eat? Twist. After five tacos, I slap you in the face. After you finish each one, at eight tacos, you get punched in the stomach. Um, all right, brother, I'll take the run. I did do the yep. math on this. Um, I did too. I like it. Okay. Glad you're, you're thinking the same way as I am. Yeah, I landed at nine tacos, which is going to get me a total of three slaps, um, two gut punches, and one million dollars. <laughs> so that sounded like uh, I don't know if you remember me most awesome. Also, like if, if you want to tell the listeners back when you would visit the frat, one of my drunk moves was to take my shirt off and have my friends punch me in my stomach. Do you remember yes. this? Were you around? Okay, you were I around. do. Okay. I do. I I don't think you were on. I never. I don't think I gave you an old brandana blow to the belly. No. But, uh, but yeah, it was. You it, you were feeling very. This is a much younger brandana. This is <laughs> it like was. wilder. Fresh to L.A., twenty-five sure. year old, and just like yeah. hit me with some shots. Some man. hint of some abs. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did the exactly. double, and people were afraid they were gonna kill me. Like Houdini died. I don't. Know, I mean, I was gonna say it was. I was gonna say yeah. Houdini. Or, yeah. Houdini. Yeah. I think it was him. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. But did you have tacos in your belly? I didn't. That is that is an blow. interesting curveball. And we're talking yes. taco via tacos, so that's size. So the Madigans that write in a lot, they love you know El Compadre. El Compadre, that's a big taco. Taco, like Del Taco, Taco um, Taco Bell, those are a little bit taco smaller Bell. tacos. These are a little bit in between. These are filled. These are meaty tacos. Yes. Now, can it be, does it have to be hard or soft tacos? Can I get my choice? I'm going to let you choose, yeah. Yeah, because if it's soft tacos, I don't want to have, I can go all day with soft tacos. The hard tacos might, might. You know, I might get sharded in the mouth with a, <laughs> a you know, yeah. a tortilla shard. So you said, but you get slap after five, yeah, and punched after eight. Well, slap so which one? So you get ta- slapped after five, and then you get slapped again after six, and from following it right, then you get slapped again after seven, and then eight, you upgrade to the gut punch. Well, no, why would you get? You only get slapped after every five, or is it? Is it each no, after, time after five? After no, just after five. Now, each time you finish a taco after five, oh. you get a slap. So taco Ooh. six comes with a slap. So by the time you get to taco seven, you've been slapped three times. And now you don't have to worry about getting slapped anymore, but you're upgrading to a gut punch. Oh, I was – oh, yes. I was I was yeah. reading this as every five. Now, do you have to maintain consciousness 
and or, and or not vomit in this. That, I, th- that was I think the other factor. I think yeah, I think not vomiting is a fair stipulation. You got to yeah. keep the tacos down, or they don't. Oof. They're they're not considered consumed. And I don't want to get like knocked out. Have you seen like those Russian slap competitions where those dudes just haul off on whale on those dudes, just like right on the chin, check them. Have yeah. you seen those, Brandana? They're yeah, I have. Insane. Yeah, they're that's insane. A lot. So, are we talking that slap, or are we talking just like? Uh, I think let's let's keep in mind. There's a briefcase of money over there that these people do not want to give you. So yeah, I think yeah. the slap is. He's taking be a mean cut. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna because at five dollars that first slap, I could probably hang in there. Yeah. Then I got to eat a taco. Then I'm at at six for another slap. It's a thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta hang in there for a million. I gotta take because I feel like the gut punch would almost be a sense of relief. Like I'm not. It might win me. It might take the wind out of my sails, but I think I can absorb one solid gut punch if I really just focus my chi in my belly and not get rocked like Houdini. That's what I was thinking. It was. It turned into a little bit of like, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, I really just want to step, yeah. make that step up from 100K for one more gut punch and hopefully keep those tacos down. But hopefully I don't have to, I don't think you have to sign beforehand. I think if I can get to the eighth spot and be like, you know, if I get punched in the gut again, this ain't going to work out. Right, right. Oh, do I get punched in the gut each after each one yeah buddy. after eight yeah, yeah oh man. my god yeah. god damn it yeah yeah because then 11 because then but here's the deal do you think you're, you're gonna eat 14 me, tacos and only get slapped once and punched once nobody I, that, is, I know, right okay yeah you're making sense now but you're telling me that after taco number nine you've been punched in the gut twice you're like i can't eat two more tacos and take too much too many two other rib shots I'm saying i'm gonna have a billion dollars to become a billionaire i'm gonna have to assess and call audibles as i see fit Exactly. No, no, no. I think minimum you got to go for nine and get caught in the in at least for a million dollars. Anything less, I would feel like I I wasn't successful. Maybe a hundred thousand, but yeah. All right, definitely nine and a million. Two two punches and three slaps. Definitely a lot more time than I thought we'd spend on that. Um, (laughs) All right, next email. Uh, Be honest. What do you think's the highest amount of tacos you've eaten in one sitting? Please explain the restaurant, size of taco, and consequence. Okay, I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant restaurant and ordered like another plate of tacos. Never in a million years. Yeah, that's the thing that I thought was funny about this question. It's like no one's mass eating tacos. Yeah, yeah no one's just this like – could you imagine just like you're going out for like a nice dinner, like a sit-down Mexican restaurant. Someone's just like you kind of wait for like getting the bill or something. And someone's just like, oh, you're, oh, you're going to – Order another entree round of tacos. Okay, copy that. I guess yeah. we'll, we'll sit yeah. here for the your wait- second entree, sir. <laughs> the, the waitress preemptively <laughs> drops the the check, and you're yeah. like, no, no, no. I want to run these tacos That's back. That's so funny. Same yeah, order. It's, it, yeah, it's just like a really El nice. El Pastor, chicken, steak, and we all three of them back. Let's go. It's, it's like asking us just like, oh, like a, like a really fine like burger diner. Like how many burgers do you think you could sit and eat? Well, it's just like after they bring me that one burger and like That's I have my gourmet limit. burger, yeah. I had dinner. Right. So right, for the sake exactly. of everybody else, mine was yes. uh, mine was Del Taco. Uh, I Ugh. think I tied it on the night that the Minnesota Vikings lost in the NFC Championship to the New Orleans Saints. I think Matt Simon drove me, but it happened like oh, yeah. one other time too. Someone just brought like sometimes you just get in that mood and you're kind of hungry and you got like drunk stomach going. And then one time I was hungover and it was just like I'll just take twelve because they're like a dollar a piece. So let's just load up. Should I get through all these? Because I you know my eyes aren't matching my stomach. Right there. Right, right, right. And right, I think right, right. Uh, I think I made it through nine, which eventually brings me to the nine number of the the taco. There you go. Oh, I like it. I yeah. like it. Yes. And Del Taco, that's a hearty taco if memory serves. Their burritos were like, those yeah, are rib stick and burritos. Yeah, that's a hearty burrito. They're ta- they're tiny tacos. They're the, probably the They are tiny tacos? tacos? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. I'm more of a burrito guy. I will tell you this. When I yeah. go fast food, I do the burritos. Yeah. I, thanks, I, I bro. Thanks, bro. You, yeah, exactly. I'm a big – I have a lot of filling in the middle. I get it. <laughs> I say, see, I'm reading between the lines. Just look like a man that uh, a burrito. So I, would, I think I've done uh, – I think I've done – remember the party pack from Taco Bell? Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I've taken down a party pack, and I think that's been 10 of them. Um getting them all with the fire sauce, loading them up, but soft taco. And I've said this before, soft taco as I as they've grown to be an adult uh, is my preferred taco of the tacos. Give me soft tacos. I give you soft. How many? Did you get a number? 10. 10. 10. I, uh, okay. Cleaned up that whole party pack. It was just yeah. me and myself sad boy party. <laughs> uh party pack. Okay, um excellent. Next email, let's get it up here. 
Um, I don't want to do that one yet. Let's finish with that one. Okay. Um, does Baby Yoda have an actual name? Uh, <laughs> what athlete's name would be the best for Baby Yoda? I'm thinking Vlad Devak. Vladi Devak. Vladi Devak, yeah. Yeah, right. right. Uh, Baby Yoda does have a name because it's Baby Yoda. And it's the, well, I mean, I, everyone assumes it's. I haven't seen all the Mandalorian episodes, only okay. a couple. Yeah, I haven't seen them all. I think I've seen the first three. Whatever the one before Bill Burr being on is the one that I've seen up to. Okay. Bill yeah. Burr was on a, an episode of Mandalorian, so I've, I've yet to see him. Um, but so I thought it was Baby Yoda, would or Yoda would be his name. But if we were to choose one, I liked going, and I was looking at the different sports that we could name them mm-hmm. so I, I gave one for each sport because that's the kind of podcaster i am damn uh, nice nba nba i think he's a mo bamba yeah little baby yoda mo bamba mo bamba for the orlando magic has the long insane wingspan seven foot ten baby yoda's got the long insane ears super mm. cute oh nice can, I, can really we go can we go yo bamba yo bamba yes oh okay. that's Perfect. why they pay you the big butts i'm the baby. mustard buddy you're the monster. Right Look at that. Uh, for baseball, uh, Boston Red Sox outfielder Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. I like that. He looks like a Mookie to me. Or for football, running back for the Steelers, Benny Snell Jr. Mm. He looked like a little Benny Snell. What's up, Benny <laughs> Snell? Pretty good run, bro. Um, I kind of forgot the athlete thing. I was finishing this in That's fine. the sauna. Um, so I just gave him a name. I just like if Baby Yoda had a Yodi. Yodi would be his name. It's like kind of Yaudi. cute, like his little baby thing. Yodi. And then that got me on the t- task of if Yoda was like a roommate of yours in college, like you would yes. call him Broda. And then Brody. here's here's Yaudi. one quote, Broda. Um, You'll fetch me another beer from the fridge, you will. That's, that's Broda in college. <laughs> I like it. I like I'll it. Right. Another rip from the bong I have. <laughs> Broda. Um, okay, I hope people are laughing so hard they have to pull their car over. Probably exactly. not. Take um, a break. Ooh, ooh, hockey. I don't know if you remember hockey. Ty oh, yeah. Domi. Ty Domi. He's a little <laughs> p- mighty mouse that packed a punch, knocked dudes out. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I like it. Sorry. So yeah. I want to get no, my good. Ty Domi. Uh, all right, final inbox question. Would this 49ers team have beaten the Chiefs with old school Kaepernick as the QB? Questions courtesy of Michael Wolf. Thank you, Michael. Mm. Uh, mm. Okay, so old school Kaepernick. So basically, we're just saying is old school Kaepernick a better quarterback than Jimmy G? Jimmy G, right now, Garoppolo. And I looked back at it. I knew you would. I looked. I looked back at that 2013 uh, Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I think people forget how bad the 49ers were out of the gate. They were down 28 to six in the in the third quarter. It wasn't until I think that power outage. You remember the power outage? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it wasn't until about then that they started to jump start their thing. First half stats. Let me just run Kaepernick's first half stats up for you. Eight for thirteen, a buck thirty-nine passing, sacked twice. One of them in the red zone where they were scoring. They got a field goal, their second field goal. Two sacks, one INT. Uh, only two carries for sixteen yards, and they were at halftime down twenty-one to six. Went down twenty-eight to six before they started running it. So I guess this year's. Jimmy G, his first half stats, they were tied 10-10. He was 9 for 11, 89 yards, 1 TD, 1 INT. Oh, a 92, 92.8% or 92.8 passer rating as opposed to Kaepernick, 65.9. Um, I, 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 I see them holding service. I see them being about the same. The only thing that I see differently is, is that Kaepernick has a little bit better mobility so maybe they lean more into the run, the, the 49ers, this year than last. But from a passer standpoint, I, I don't see a ton more difference. Yeah, I don't see a lot. So basically I looked at it like um, the amount of points the Chiefs score isn't going to change in that first half, unless I'm thinking Kaepernick right. turns the ball over more dramatically. I think the 49ers right. only had like four possessions, five possessions, whatever, leaning on the run a lot. So I still kind of see it going into the locker room at the 10-10 because I don't see a big change there. Yeah. Um, like the INT, I see a little bit. I think it's an excellent point with Kaepernick's mobility. If that kind of puts a wrench in the plan for Casey's defense, and they can't quite, you know, really apply that pressure like they want to, because they got to respect a little bit of him rolling out of the pocket. 
And then uh, let's say it all gets down and it is even Steven. Do I think Kaepernick hits Emmanuel Sanders on that post in the fourth? Yeah, it's dicey. That's that's uh, he did have a couple big plays. Kaepernick to Crabtree hit a thirty-nine yard touchdown uh, to to Michael Crabtree, uh, and like another thirty-one yarder, I think to shit. I forget who it was. Anyways, well, let's do this. Let's see. You know, we've been treating the Chiefs fan base good all year. Let's not piss on it after they won the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, no yeah. change, no change. Chiefs still walk around Super Bowl champs. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Good point. Great good question. Point. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, walking. Frank, Frank Clark Michael, breaks Kaepernick in half. Uh, okay, great. Um, now it's time for ooh, a little treat for most awesome last call movie call. Last call. Netflix call. Most awesome. Doctor Mrs. Commission just finished up. Marriage Story. Good story. Just about. Two people who can't get their shit figured out. That's really what it comes down to. The end of the scene, Adam Driver's character moves to L.A. And he could have, yeah, he could have done that a long time ago. Would have saved him a lot of heartache and fucking hurt. But, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. Adam Driver's really good in it. Uh, the lawyers, like Danny said, really good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if i put it up top three. It was good, but it was also too long. And two people that you're like, just put put your fucking narcissism away. Just figure it out. All right, that's out. Most awesome out. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Okay, and that took us right into the jam for Neapolitan Showdown. We started out as ranking some ice cream flavors. Sweep of the nation. Um, yeah, baby. All right, buddy. We are doing top sauces. This is going to get sauces. saucy. Did we do something like this? I remember arguing along something. Maybe it was like things we hate. Did we do condiments? Maybe we did condiments. Might have been condiments. Might have been condiments. Maybe yeah, it might have been condiments. Because you have to be careful. Like, so just diving into this, like, I really had to keep myself honest about: is it a dip? Is it a sauce? Is it a gravy? Don't get wild, because these are ooh. categories. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Gravy as in like, like spaghetti sauce gravy? Or are we going like old school Italian? Well, okay. Or, well, sp- or, so I don't like your example out of the gate. Spaghetti sauce has sauce in it in the title. It. Yeah, yeah, so okay, all right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. But, but, but like I was but like a, like a call steak. It gravy. Like a. If, I don't know how many flavors of gravy you fucking run off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you know, it's just one. The brown. Okay, kind. like you could get you could get yeah. That's what like uh, the country gravy. I want to say country gravy. I want to say like kind of a. Okay. Okay. I want to say like a mushroom gravy that you get like kind of a, on a nice steakhouse. Man, I'm so hungry. That'd be so nice right now. But I was like, that's really isn't kind of like a sauce. Maybe, but like Baronet is like a sauce. It's disgusting, but it's a sauce. I'll quit firing too many rounds until I accidentally hit something. You got over there. First, yeah, yeah. Two two things on top of that. I do like I like your I like your saying parameters. Sure. Dip sauce or gravy, which should be a, some sort of a party game. I don't know. How that is, uh, dip <laughs> yeah, sauce it should be. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Um, secondly, can we all just talk about ranch? Hall of Fame. I love. I, I I know you're you're against all things white and creamy. I get it. I understand. Ranch. You're not a condiment, nor you are you a sauce. You're a salad dressing. Salad dressing. You're a Hall of Fame salad dressing. Please, everyone, can we stop making ranch like this dipping sauce condiment catch all for everything? Yeah. Enough is enough. I know. It's Let my all. sauces be my sauces. Let my ranches be my ranches. Your first ballot Hall of Fame ranch in the dressing department. Go with your strength. You're delicious on on greens and vegetables. I need you ever slathered everywhere. I don't. I don't like the white trash looks people have when they start digging in to their fucking nachos and their fucking all this Ugh. stuff. Enough with the ranch. Yeah, I'm with you. Knock it off. I mean, majority of my time, I'm asking if I can get that sauce, like get that order without the sauce, whatever the sauce is, because a lot of like a lot of ranch based things, a lot of mayo based things. Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah, you like it clean. Oh, secondly, we could also do like a whole fast food dipping sauces. Oh, there yeah. is plenty of those to go around. But 
Or we're just going to keep the whole sauces in general. All right, yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, all right, number three spot. What do you got? Mm. I love this sauce. It's good. We had it on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, it was a little too horseradishy, which I know is in your bag. Mm. I'm going with the cocktail sauce. Oh, nice. Dipping shrimp, sauce. baby. Good sauce, good buddy. Good start. sauce. I know. I got Dude, bro, we got one. We got one that was literally it said very spicy on the bottle and I was like, mm. how how spicy could this be? Mm. Oh, holy shit. Like Was it really fucking spicy? Oh, too much. Oh yeah. God. Water dripping down my eyes. Oh my god, my 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 tummy's rumbling right now. That sounds so good. Exactly. Um, I'm going to save it for you. All right, buddy. I'm going to guess that you put about 14 shrimp in that spicy sauce. You get 14 points, brother. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That's a light load. <laughs> That's easy work. That's appetizer <laughs> mode. That's halftime load. Um, all right, buddy. My three spot. I got the soy sauce. Good. A staple. Uh, salsa staple. AF. Basic bitch mode. I get Can't it. Can't eat sushi without it. Should it be yeah, sushi at the restaurant? Should it be take-home sushi, sushi if you're my fucking backyard? psycho? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Little car sushi, just get the ramekin, dipping in. I like yeah, it. Yeah, this is going to be right. Um, all right, soy sauce, I'm going to give myself, usually need two of those little ramekins. I think those ramekins are about three ounces a piece. I'll give myself six points. Mm. Mm. Good. I like it. I have the, my, my con, there's so many on my console bracket i almost don't even know where to I go know. i love i just realized how much i the affinity i have for sauces yeah and i'm gonna go for this sauce next the i don't even know what it's called just the yellow like kind of mustardy sauce from chick-fil-a have you had this sauce it's not the polynesian sauce it's like they're yellow like, like they're honey mustard just, yeah it's like they're honey mustard sauce but it, i don't think they call it honey mustard yeah it's just the Chick-fil-A sauce. It's delicious. Okay. I could put it on everything. All right. It's so fucking good. Okay. It's yellow. It's not white, so don't worry about it. I can see judgment in your eyes. I bet there's I mayonnaise it. on it. They're not open on Sundays. Yeah. I bet there's mayonnaise huh? on it, and now, like, is it a honey mustard? Because no. now honey mustard wouldn't be a sauce. And so I just feel like you're also jamming the word sauce on the end of each sentence just so you can get this one over the finish line. <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely. It's literally called Chick-fil-A sauce. I, I'm I, it, it's it is so good I don't even know what to do about it you can put it on anything you right. can put it on chicken sandwiches you can dip your you can dip your fries in it it is the fucking shit dude yeah, yeah we know how sauces work um all right we gotta look that up and figure Thanks, out bro. if it's if it's actually called chick-fil-a sauce uh, I am it is chick-fil-a sauce I'm looking it up right okay. now I want to give you six points for the number of days that chick-fil-a is open and you have Beautiful. access to that sauce it's so good. You don't even care that it's not open on Sundays. That's how fucking good. <laughs> Although I, I will take a, a step back. Their their chicken is overrated oh. in comparison to that Chick Fil A sauce. Okay, you don't like a Chick Fil A chicken is, sandwich? No, I do. But I've been saying people go nuts over the chicken sandwiches. Yeah. They should be going nuts over the Chick Fil A sauce. Uh, okay, that's it's, the it's real. Getting, star. It's getting overshadowed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the chicken. But that is the best. Just funnel it in my That mouth. is the best chicken sandwich in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, their whole thing? It's what they do. Okay. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, like, really, we're looking at like Wendy's or fucking McDonald's. Come yeah. On. Um. All right, brother. I did have at my two spot. Um. Kind of want to change this now. I'm going to keep it though. So I have, <laughs> I have, I have marinara sauce. Like it's just I console back it strong. Yeah, you need. I just like sometimes I started looking at these sauces like as a must have. You need soy sauce. Not having soy sauce with your sushi, not an option. You got mozzarella right. sticks, you're wasting your fucking time, you're wasting your fucking experience if you don't have marinara sauce to light those up with. Breadsticks, move on. Don't give me all this Papa John's business. Just give me a straight marinara sauce. And if it pleases the court, you're going to tip me for cheating and trying to bleed this into two sauces. It does make. Bolognese, you know, marinara like tomato is kind of in a bolognese sauce. Yes, which... I was gonna. Say, I was. I have. I have bolognese written on my fucking sheet. Nice, bro. Bro, is that? Did it make your list? Is it your one? It's console bracket because uh. I knew you're gonna hit me with some weird shit on <laughs> like on on the whole thing. I didn't want to get caught slipping. Yeah. In the Neapolitan showdown, sure, I like it. But bolognese sauce is the superior of the two sauces 100%. of marinara. Fucking meaty. Well, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even. Yeah, I mean, marinara. I mean, it's not even the same fucking sport. I mean, they're playing different ball games. Like right, one shows exactly. up in not a little. Or one shows up in a ramekin. The other, you pour on any noodle and infinitely make it better. 
Right, exactly, yeah. The noodle is just the conduit to get bolognese into my mouth. I know, exactly. Um, and by the way, did I just hear you besmirch the garlic dipping sauce from fucking Papa John's? <laughs> I fucking heard you slide that in there, dude. Holy shit. It is the only butter-based thing that I get down with. It, it is. That it is, is pretty yes. Good. But that is that is that was a tough cut. I I I ate a lot of breadsticks drunk at three in the morning yeah. in college yeah. with that garlicky fucking whatever that elixir yeah. just makes me feel right in the morning. <laughs> is there anything that makes you feel fatter now if you just had a breadstick with no dipping sauce? Be like, what am I doing? I'm eating like a miniature <laughs> loaf of bread. <laughs> I am I'm a pig person. I need to knock this off. Right. Right, I am like uh, a, a bad beat Sunday away from just getting a French roll. And <laughs> but then just it also that. like it shows you what these breadsticks are actually doing. It's just like oh, I just use this to shovel different sauces in my mouth. That's all I'm actually yes. doing with this oh, bread yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. I, I should use my finger, but my finger isn't as delicious. Um, mm. all right, buddy, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give myself eight points. I don't remember why, but that's that. That's good. All right, I like it. Number one, what we've been waiting for. What the people came here to hear. I'm going to go number one, Oof. Arby's horsey sauce. <laughs> Does you fuck with Arby's horsey sauce? Oh, man. I know you do, and it's white creamy, but now it's spicy. So now your brandan is conflicted. No. Conflicted. No. God, you had to do this to me. Um, I did. You love the horsey sauce. Don't tell me you don't love the horsey okay. sauce at Arby's. The annual gross income of someone dining in at an Arby's is around $45 a year. So I'll give you 45 <laughs> points. <laughs> My- they have the meats. You don't dine in. It's all takeout, <laughs> baby. It's all sad boy eating in your car. You know what's funny? Just- is I do dine at Arby's when I go back to L.A. Because like, I'll see Champ and he lives right by that Arby's on Sunset. So I'll go over uh, there okay. and I'll sit down and have no horsey sauce. Relaxing. I'll throw down that Arby sauce. That Arby sauce is a good sauce. Arby's has good sauces. Plus, treat yourself with a Jamocha shake next time you're there. Man, I'm hungry for Arby's. I am thinking yeah. Arby's. Well, doing Look a sell that. job on this Arby's. <laughs> Arby's, where are you at? Sponsoring the par- pop. <laughs> That's right. Arby's. Mabby's. Put it out there for you to have. Uh, all right, my number one spot should be no surprise. I'm doing the taco via taco sauce so i, I want to talk about the difference there's a difference between like the block what's up buddy i said i should have guessed that for the block but i i, I didn't uh, i, didn't I give knew it was coming down the yeah that would have been easier yeah that's all right no 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 you're good i do i'm a huge you want to steal this victory from me huge fan of salsas there you but are. a huge fan of taco sauces also like a good taco sauce i did have del taco in the top spot if i didn't rank him it's taco via give me a del taco sauce and then give me that fire sauce from taco bell all those tacos taco fire sauces sauce. in those little packets are just I don't know why I don't make tacos at home, but go get Taco Bell sauces just to kind of drizzle them over the tacos. Ooh, that's I like that's that. Good that's call, good call, right? Because they'll give you they'll give you those sauces. They'll give you an overwhelming amount of the the fire sauce. Mm-hmm. Way overkill for your like gordita and soft taco. I don't know what's like way. Overkill. Oh, really? I don't know what's going on there in the Midwest. In New York, they hold on to them tight. You gotta ask. Really. Yeah. And it's like, really? yeah, when I do my order, my, my Taco Bell order usually has around four pieces in there. Four pieces, yeah. primo pieces I'm really excited about. But I'll ask for What's it. your taco? Lay your Taco Bell order yeah. on me real quick. Oh, really? Okay. I know you got uh, it. Yeah. The Taco Bell order is I do the the two tacos that come with their gordita crunch. And then the yeah, gordita like crunch, it. I get it with the, uh, the nacho cheese sauce. But I have to get no crema and no ranch sauce because both of those motherfuckers show up on that gordita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like where you're. And at. then if I'm if I'm like if, if I'm a real uh, pig face, then I'll get a little uh, Mexican pizza on the side just to warm me up, just to get it spicy. <laughs> just a little appetizer. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was my boy. That was my shout out, Ryan Carolyn. That was his move. He got the Mexican pizza, no tomatoes, because he felt like they made them fresh that way. <laughs> um, so I go the Crunch Wrap Supreme because I'm not afraid of white creamy things like my boy Brandina. Yeah. I stand firm in the pocket. Get the nacho cheese. I love your little nacho cheese side hack. Yeah. It's perfect 45 cents. Best 45 cents you ever spent. Oh, it's a chain bed. Soft taco comes with it. And then I either, if I'm feeling fat, I either usually get a, a bean burrito or I get uh, one of the, like, the, they have, like, the, the new, like, steak, like, the flour gordita ones that are, like, filled with all the stuff in it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? 
yeah, yeah. I know. I just know what the fat picture looks like and what it does to me afterwards. Oh God, it's so uh, bad. It's so bad. Uh, don't sleep. So bad. Don't sleep on those Dos Locos tacos, which I heard they're taken away. But the fire one is appropriately named Fire Baby. Oh, coming really? out. Uh, then they also <laughs> used to do like a Fritos, like a Fire Fritos kind of like burrito where they throw some like chips in a burrito. Taco Bell's uh, yeah. the fucking scores. Taco Bell's. Um, all right, we didn't come here to talk about the fucking food. <laughs> I guess we did. Uh, all right, real constellation bracket, real fast. I did have the cheese sauce that you get at Taco Bell on my list. Um, I was trying to think of a barbecue sauce, but nothing specific enough to get me excited. I'm not nuts about yeah, it. Yeah. And mushroom sauce was walking the line, but I did want to put on there if we did count it when you're getting a steak and you can get a little bit of that mushroom gravy on the side and drizzle it. I'm like all like in. Oh, and I, I won like this Neapolitan like showdown it. real fast. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course you did. Um, hollandaise sauce. I know you don't like it. I love it. Sriracha. Give me sriracha all day. Tartar sauce. Too sweet. Get out of here. Sauce. Now you just tartar now sauce just is fucking the business. I know, dude. Peanut sauce. Let's all like uh, not sleep on peanut sauce. Sure. Peanut sauce is delicious. Uh, and let's go a little sweet. Let's not forget about the uh, the warm salted. I know it's not really a sauce, but when they when you drizzle it on ice cream, I guess you could call that a sauce. <laughs> warm salted caramel ice cream sauce, whatever, whatever that is. Absolutely, bro. You just I just fired all cylinders. You're like fucking going down swinging. I love it. Um, Making my own rules, man. I don't give a shit anymore. All right, guys. Um, it's a Tuesday night pod. Maybe we just maybe we just like stepped all over like a really healthy. What's the best thing at Taco Bell Neapolitan Shadow? If you guys got a recommendation for us or want to let us know about your top sauces, yeah. just an email Taco at Bell. MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Brandon the Gamely Corner. Let's talk a little Super Bowl odds. Bring us to the jam. <laughs> Uh, Brandon in the game in the corner, real fast. We're going to talk a little Super Bowl odds as we wrap up this hour of power. we got Kansas City plus 600, Baltimore plus 800, San Fran plus 1,000, New Orleans plus 1,200, New England plus 14, Philadelphia plus 17, Green Bay plus 18, Seattle plus 2 grand, and Minnesota plus 2 grand. Any of these jump out at you? And, uh, yeah, we're the, we're the Lions. No, just kidding. Um... um yeah, yeah. Let's not make it too awkward. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the the. I mean, usually the favorites are the Super Bowl winners are usually like worse odds coming out of it, right? Isn't that true? Usually, Super Bowl favorite you know, worse odds. Out? No, usually they're yeah. uh, the Super Bowl favorites follow up. I mean, you got to think too. A lot of our example and history of that has been in New England Patriots, but usually they come out. And I was even more surprised. Kansas City six to one is kind of good odds. You, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, 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 like yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Kansas City, yeah, it's usually be like a three, expected. like a three to one to repeat or something, or or four to one. Yeah, considering they only they have Chris Jones to resign, they don't have. I mean, they have some cap stuff to figure out, but they could return everybody back. It's not like they were supremely healthy last year. Six to one feels really good. If I'm gonna slunk down a hundred bucks, you know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, it's almost like I like I don't see a not a lot of I know the league changes shit changes. I mean like a Kansas City Baltimore AFC championship, what's the odds on that right now? I mean probably like it's probably not good. I could probably like three to one. Four to one. Yeah. But I'm just saying uh, if you if yeah. you if you could grab like both of those teams, if you were just thinking like AFC either either Chiefs repeat or Baltimore gets there because you're just like a you think NFC might be on a downswing a tick, then it might right. be worth like, you know, Put a hundred dollars in Kansas City and a hundred dollars in Baltimore. So worst case scenario, if Kansas City wins, you're still winning four hundred or four to one, and Baltimore wins, you're winning six to one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is those those feel like great odds for right now, and yeah. leaving that money hanging out there. But if I really want to swing for the fences, I mean, I know you're not going to like it. And relax, everyone. I'm going with Green Bay plus eighteen hundred. Yeah. That seems like there's enough meat on that bone for the team that I saw to sit there and feel like, all right, I, if I'm going to, I'm going to sink down a hundred bucks on there. I'm why not them of, of everyone else, New England, New Orleans, 1400 and 1200 Philadelphia, 1700. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia so much. 
Uh, Seattle plus 2,000. Minnesota plus 2,000. Dallas plus 2,000. I don't know. Yeah, that's a little interesting. I don't feel as confident as any of those other ones. Yeah, so I definitely want to play, stay away from the AFC. And if I was going to play a little bit, like I think your Green Bay is right on the money. 18 to 1 seems really high for Aaron Rodgers. And I think at this level, you got to bet quarterbacks and you got to bet which way that team's heading. And I think they're only yeah. going to add talent. And so that one's super interesting. And then also don't forget about hedging. You get into a spot where you can hedge. You know, you're at 1,800 and they get to the NFC Championships. You'd easily pick up a few of the other teams or just bet like, you know, a quarter on that NFC championship, then a quarter on the actual game and come out with something with odds. That yeah, high. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So what do you think it's your, I mean, are you laying any action on plus 2000 for Minnesota? Where, where is that number at? Cause that's the same as Dallas and Seattle. Yeah. It's Dallas and Seattle. I mean, I definitely, I definitely like, I, I'm not going to, do it i don't mind the odds again as like a hedge factor it seems really high for me for how they performed because they still you know i still think out of the gate the odds for them to win the nfc championship is either a tick below green bay or it's even but it's probably looking at is a little tougher than green bay if chicago's on the upswing finally then that's you know it's two and a half three losses right there in the own own division which would be a problem to get back into the playoffs, which we've seen for years when Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay have kind of dominated that division. So uh, I don't know. It, it is high odds, but at the end, like you really got the high odds make sense because you're looking at this. And if you look at any other AFC team, like, you know, New England Patriots, 14 to one, Tennessee, 2200 to one. I mean, you're talking about teams that are going to have to play at least one road game in the AFC championship going through Arrowhead Stadium. And with that talent right now, it's just like, I mean, you're not going to get better odds than that yeah. by the time you get to the game, but it's it's just really hard to get the Super Bowl. And the same thing when the Vikings went to the Super Bowl this year. Even if the Vikings heading into the playoffs were 20 to 1, which they weren't, I think they were like maybe 12 to 1 at the worst, 8 to 1. It's still like, right. do I really believe that they're going to win three road games to go to the Super Bowl? And it's just like, it's tough, man. if I think that's going to fucking happen, then just bet the Vikings money line each time because they're going to be dogs all the way there. Right, exactly. And who's the poor bastards? that are really contemplating Cleveland at plus 3,300. <laughs> I mean, that's insane, right? Yeah. That's just like, you're just, are you just taking, you just, if you, if you bet that game, they should re- re- refuse your money. You're, you're clinically insane. A lot of these There's are crazy. Wrong with yeah. It. Is Pittsburgh at plus 2,200 the nuttiest thing you've ever heard of? Yeah. I was looking at that too. I scanned over that one to put them in basically Rams Titans category. And it's like, well, we don't even know if Ben Roethlisberger can hold a football. Like, what's going to go sure. on with that? That's a little bit. But if you know did, what I mean? Yeah, if he does come back, I mean, you have to put them as the front runner to win that division. Oh, no, no, wait. They, they, no, fucking Baltimore's there. Never mind. So they lose, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, lose yeah. Right, to Baltimore, right, right. and then, all right, you're right. There. Maybe that's just the, the, just the Pittsburgh bias that everyone just like, oh, the Steelers are just going to – they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be in it, like, every year. We just assume that Mike Tomlin – and Ben Roethlisberger will be fine. I think it's one of those maybe very public bets that are like, oh yeah, I'll slink down. Of course, Pittsburgh. Oh look at that! Um, I mean, it's not, like people aren't believing in your. Uh, people are kind of on the same boat you are with this Houston at plus thirty three, thirty three hundred. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, oh wow, they're they're. I think they're. I just I'm not a big fan of what's going on in Houston, and and it also it kind of puts them in that same like Atlanta no man like which is right at plus thirty three hundred. It's like we're not a hundred percent sure they have talent and on offense but we're just not 100 percent sure what's going to go on um yeah all right so green bay plus 1800 put some jelly beans on that Ugh, yeah don't make me say it fuck the packers you heard him most awesome has a <laughs> okay take or that was a ketchup take not a mustard um all right guys um this has been episode 102 finishing up real fast mvp of the week i'm throwing it to andy reed um yeah a lot of a lot of chiefs you could throw it to you but you know i think um him getting over the hump and it's more about deserving that spot of people calling you the greatest all time which you can't get in that conversation in the nfl without winning your chip and he finally got his chip so he doesn't fucking go around and like cocktail parties for the rest of his life hearing people saying oh he almost got one but he didn't quite get one being like a fucking dan marino hang up there so good thing he got past that who you got buddy I like it. I'm going to go with uh, the defensive lineman for the Chiefs, Derek Nyadi, who pays off all the adoption fees for 91 Dogs. <laughs> hitting, hitting a twofer. Hitting a twofer uh, for me and Dr. Mrs. Kamish. 
20 of them as of Monday afternoon have been uh, placed in homes. So, hey, good work there. Way to, way to do something a little nice for uh, the community. Well, I mean, the story just can't get much better than this. Um, all right, guys. MAB Sports Podcast 102. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to our Thursday formal recorded on a Tuesday. Uh, I am Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome. Ooh, no members. If I get a little special treat for you, sprinkle a little bit of uh, Mab Sports Podsy sauce on this. <laughs> Dork. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Uh.